This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. morning. It's about 9.30 and here on Triple Nine AM, you are listening to Two People's Radio as we begin Catholic Radio on the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Mission Sunday. As we remain under Delta COVID-19 Alert Level 2, we will yet again be bringing you a recorded program instead of our usual live broadcast. During the next half hour, we will share in a radio liturgy where we will pray together, listen to and reflect on the day's scriptural readings, as well as hear the latest news from around our parishes. I'm Eileen and helping me to proclaim God's word are Patricia and Nick. A warm welcome to everyone this morning. Our opening song is I am sure I shall see the goodness of the Lord.
As always, we begin our liturgy with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We worship Christ, who opens our eyes to see the marvels that he has done for us, as our High Priest and Mediator with the Father. As we prepare to meet the Lord in word and sacrament, let us call to mind our sins and turn to our God for pardon and mercy. Lord Jesus, you heal the blind and the lame. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. mercy. Christ Jesus, you are near to the brokenhearted. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the high priest who pleads for us at the right hand of the Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. Let us pray. Have pity on us, O God our Saviour. Grant us the grace and courage to cast off our sins and turn to you for healing. Show us in Christ the sure path of salvation, and strengthen us to follow gladly in the way of the gospel. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. Let's now listen to God's word. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and raise shouts for the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, Save, O Lord, your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I am going to bring them from the land of the north, and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth, among them those who are blind, and those who are lame, those with child, and those in labour together. A great company they shall return here. With weeping they shall come, and with consolations I will lead them back. I will let them walk by brooks of water in a straight path in which they shall not stumble. For I have become a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The response is, The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. The The Lord Lord has has done done great great things for us. We are filled filled with joy. joy. Then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we rejoiced. The The Lord Lord has has done done great great things things for us. We are filled filled with with joy. Restore our fortunes, O Lord like the watercourses in the desert of the Negev. 
May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. The second reading is from the letter to the Hebrews. Every high priest chosen from among mortals is put in charge of things pertaining to God on their behalf to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He is able to deal gently with the ignorant and wayward since he himself is subject to weakness and because of this he must offer sacrifice for his own sins as well as those of the people. And one does not presume to take this honour, but takes it only when called by God, just as Aaron was. So also Christ did not glorify himself in becoming a high priest, but he was appointed by the one who said to him, You are my son, today I have begotten you. And as he says in another place, You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. Friends, listen to this reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, Have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. And immediately the man regained his sight and followed Jesus on the way. Brothers and sisters, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Without hope, people and nations wither and die. With a hope-filled vision, all things are possible. A vision of hope often comes in the midst of ruin and destruction, the aftermath of natural disasters and wars, or the devastation of personal tragedies. 
In the mid-6th century BC, Jerusalem and the temple had been destroyed, and the people of God taken into captivity in Babylon. There, they remained for almost 50 years. There was not much cause for hope or rejoicing, so this oracle must have come as a shock. Jeremiah, not exactly a prophet of sunny disposition or hopeful outlook, painted a picture of a happy future. The people were exhorted to rejoice and praise God, for God was going to save the faithful remnant and lead the exiles home from distant lands. He would lead them on a smooth path by streams of water. They would be well cared for. The image is parental. God is portrayed as a father to Israel and to Ephraim, Israel, the firstborn son. This certainly did not happen overnight or even in the immediate future. The prophecy was intended as a healing balm for the collective souls of the people. They were reassured of God's faithful and unfailing love and the divine intention for their happy and prosperous future. God was no longer angry with them. They could leave the trauma of the exile behind and not dwell on what they had lost, but on what awaited them in the future. People have always needed these reassuring visions. The ashes and misery of the Second World War, the Holocaust, acts of terrorism, floods, famines, earthquakes, injustices, and numerous personal tragedies all cry out for comfort, hope, and meaning. The response that continually comes from God is that God is with us and for us and will give us the grace, strength, and hope to persevere and overcome. Hope is the lifeline that we are given, and, as followers of Jesus, extending that hope to others is our prime mission. There is no room for theology that is negative or punitive in tone. The key to being compassionate and tolerant towards others is humbly recognizing and experiencing one's own weaknesses and faults. Unfortunately, it does not always work that way. Sometimes, people bury their own darkness deep within them and treat others with callousness and severity. Jesus experienced temptation, pain, and suffering. In other words, the human condition. For this reason, he is always able to empathize with us. He understands. The high priesthood was not something he coveted or reached for. It was bestowed on him by God for his obedience and self-giving. In a similar manner, our own compassionate and humble service 
calls down further graces and blessings upon us. What if Bartimaeus had not cried out or had allowed himself to be silenced by the officious folks around Jesus? Simple. No miracle would have taken place. He would have remained blind. Often people tune out the cries of those in need, whether they be poor, ill, persecuted, or oppressed. We tend to have a filter when it comes to the suffering of others, especially if responding will cost us something. The persistence of Bartimaeus was fueled by desperation and hope as he cried out for mercy. Fortunately, Jesus was a good listener as well as a responder. He was attuned to the pain, hope, and fear of others. He immediately called Bartimaeus to approach him. Jesus then asked Bartimaeus what he wanted him to do for him. Strange question. Be healed, of course. But Jesus did not presume, nor did he force a healing on him. He respected the blind man and waited patiently for the request to be made. Bartimaeus addressed him as, My teacher. Perhaps he had learned something of his teachings from bits of overheard conversations. If so, it had clearly made an impression. Jesus immediately restored his sight, assuring the man that it was his faith that had healed him. There are many crying for mercy today for countless reasons. We need to do more than respond. We need to listen and learn from them. Perhaps we can ask them, as Jesus did, What do you want me, us, to do for you? That is a question that is seldom asked, and the answer might surprise us. That was Father Scott Lewis's God Will Give Us Strength to Persevere. You are listening to Catholic Radio on MPR. Te reo irirangi o natangata o manoatu. In today's Gospel, Jesus asks Bartimaeus, What do you want me to do for you? Confident in his care for us, let us not hesitate to place our needs before the Lord. For the Church that we may passionately and continuously call out to Christ for our needs and courageously follow Jesus on the way of life. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear hear our our prayer. prayer. For those searching for God, that their eyes and their hearts may be opened to the many manifestations of God's love for them. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For listening and sensitive hearts, that we may never ignore or try to silence those who cry out in pain or seek our assistance. 
Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For greater reverence for human life, particularly for those advancing in years or dealing with long-term infirmities, that we may affirm their dignity and support them with love and encouragement. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. For greater respect for God's work of creation, that we may remain mindful that all of earth is God's gift to us and that it is entrusted to our stewardship. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our hear prayer. Our prayer. For the guidance of the Holy Spirit, that God's people may listen closely to God as the Synod seeks to renew and deepen the mission of the Church. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear our prayer. God of creation, your glory is present in all you have made. Hear our prayers that we might serve you with fidelity and love our neighbours as ourselves. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Patricia and Nick, what news do you have for us from around the parishes? If you have prayer intentions for anniversaries or unwell family members and friends, please contact your home parish secretary. You'll find phone numbers for the parishes on the newsletter or in the telephone directory. With prior permission and following all COVID-19 protocols, The priests may visit with the sick and the dying in private homes, rest homes and hospital facilities to administer the sacrament of anointing of the sick. Use of churches for weddings and tangihanga or funerals. At these times, a mass or liturgy of the word may be celebrated. A limit of 100 persons in attendance applies as do all other legal requirements. Look, not everybody's going to feel physically comfortable attending Mass, friends, but there's good news. There's a 2pm Sunday Mass on Shine TV, either on free-to-air TV channel 25 or Sky TV channel 201. For those of you with internet access at home, there are still the live streaming links for Sunday Mass and links for family and children's liturgy resources via our cathedral website. And as always, friends, the pastoral team here at the cathedral is available to provide assistance. So please never 
hesitate to contact them if you need help. The next Our Lady of Lewards Guild meeting will be on Wednesday the 3rd of November at 1.30. Now, Father Michael McVerry, who's a Marist priest who worked in our mission mission station in Fiji, will be speaking there at that event. Please remember items for the Christmas raffle, the flower competitions and the sales table, and you're all very welcome to attend. And there's just one more notice from St. Vincent de Paul Society's op shop. St. Vinny's is low on children's toys and stock is urgently needed. Without your support, struggling families will miss out this year. Please kindly drop off any toys that are still in good condition and your children no longer need. Thanking you kindly in advance. And that is Catholic Radio for another week. We'll be back again next week at the same time here on MPR. Thanks to all our listeners, and thank you, Patricia and Nick, for assisting this morning. As we conclude our liturgy, may Almighty God bless us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Taking us out today is I Has Not Seen from Marty Hogan.
on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show.